This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number 163, recorded on April 17th, 2014. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all your favorite tech gadgets and find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska. Awesome day in Bellevue. We uh, went out and ran this evening. Uh, no wind in about 55 degrees. It was awesome. And, of course, we post the show each week with world-class show notes out at TheAverageGuy.tv. If you have questions, comments, or contributions, you can contact the show. Send me an email. Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv, and I get a few of those from you, so that's great. Send them in to me. You can find me on Twitter, at Jay Collison, or call in your questions if you'd like us to. This is what I'd like you to call in. So if you have show ideas, uh, the other day I was talking about, you know, we've kind of changed the, the program format a little bit where we're doing more interviews, and, and Ernesto said, one of the listeners, he said, man, I really miss those days when you guys used to cover topics. We used to, we did home networking, and we did that for three or four shows and those kinds of things. So... If you want us to cover some particular some particular topic that way, call it in to me, 402-478-8450, and we'll play that right here on the program. And now Home Gadget Geeks is a part of the Geeks Network, one of the reasons why we changed the names. And by the way, if you're wondering why we changed the Home Gadget Geeks, go back to Gadget Geeks 162. I talk about that for a few minutes. Go back and listen to that. You can find the links to this show and many other great shows, although those links don't work at the moment, at the Gadget Geeks Network. Is that what it is? Yeah, the Gadget Geeks. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get a big sticker over your monitor saying it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Join us in chat, watch uh, or listen live. Find all the navigation that you ever need because we have live and live two. So live one or just live is optimized for the PC. Live two is optimized for your tablet. Love to have you join us live on the phone, on your tablet, on your PC Thursday nights right now, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern on the Average Guy. TV. All right, well, we got two of the three guests coming in. We've invited the entire crew from JPEG to Raw out tonight. I've been pumped about this podcast for a while just because we're going to talk about photography, and I know nothing about it, and we're going to kind of focus on the tech of photography. So Sess will join us later. He'll jump in here. But all the way to my left and the guy uh, kind of behind the voice of JPEG to Raw, Mike Howard. Mike, how are you? Uh, doing great. Uh, glad to be here on National High Five Day. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I didn't find out about it till I left work, so I missed all those high five opportunities. Yeah, so, give me a virtual. So, boom! There you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> high five day. <laughs> Nicely done. And then sitting next to him, and uh, the guy, we, we he's probably Mr. Show Notes for JPEG Durham. Uh, that's Tim Kemperly. Tim, welcome. Thank you very much. Gonna be a little bored not typing notes tonight. Yeah, what are you gonna do? With I might. I, I might actually have to talk. <laughs> It'll be good. Well, you've got plenty of time to do that. I did want to mention one other thing. So one, somebody who probably won't be giving me a high five is my wife. I forgot when I booked tonight that this was our 21st uh, wedding anniversary. So I know she's not listening, but hey. Yeah, she's, she's not going to ban me from like talking to you ever again, is she? No, no, she's good. You know, after 21 years, it's – you want to do anything? <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, I couldn't help that. <laughs> Nicely done, Tim. Nicely done. Yeah, we're all yeah. good. Well, Mike, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, even on your 21st wedding anniversary. You know, we always here at the Collison House, we never celebrate those days on their actual days. Right. Always, there's, it's too busy, or things are going on. A Thursday night is an odd night anyway, so we would we would move that to Friday. Sounds like you're probably gonna 
That's what we're going to do yes. her on a different time. So, so very good. Well, that thanks. That was my plan all along. That's right. <laughs> After I realized what I'd done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks for coming on tonight, guys. And of course, JPEG to Raw, JPEG to Raw.com, and Mike, uh, Tim, and Sess do a really good job uh, with it. It's the number one, right? You're the number one photography based podcast? Up, based upon my criteria, yes, it is the number <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, what did I say? Weekly live broadcasted photography show with a chat room. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the yes. only one that fits all that criteria. No, you guys get, uh, if you're out there, you get a quite, it, and it depends on the guest, right? From time to yes. time, you get a, you, you get the chat room can be really full, or it can be kind of more like us, you know, uh, ten or ten or so, in the chat room. But you're on Tuesday nights. Tuesday 8, nights, eight thirty Eastern. Thirty Eastern. Okay, and man, Tuesday nights start to stack up now. That's gotten really busy. Hey, some somebody else thought they could have our night, but that's all right. Yeah, we are, we are killing them on YouTube. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, there's plenty of other podcasters using Tuesday night, but yep. it, it does happen to fall on. Dave McKay moved a home server show yeah. to Tuesday nights, and Dave's so Dave, check out YouTube numbers. And Dave is yeah, well, Mike, you're gonna throw it on. Dave does listen to the show, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Boom. That's why he's saying it. <laughs> I know. So, so Dave, go out and check the YouTube numbers. Mike's had a nice run over JPEG to Raw, and uh, you guys have really covered uh, for for our listeners that may not make it over there. You don't necessarily have to be a pro, right? I mean, you guys don't just cover pro stuff, right? Exactly. The, the show started off with the thought of the beginner, the person who's just getting a, their DSLR, you know, like the camera where you can change the lenses. So it started off that way. We kind of have gotten off of that topic and, and interview mainly uh, more professional photographers now. But we, we have a, a wide mix of people who are pros, people who are just getting into it, people who are more like uh, maybe Tim and I who – See it as a hobby that we really like to do, and we might have, we might spend a lot of money on gear, but we have no desire to ever become a pro. No desire whatsoever. I mean, we, after talking to a lot of our guests, you realize everything that is involved with it, and you probably wouldn't make any money unless you you'd have to quit your job and really go full into it, and then you realize all the other parts of the business that you actually have to run, whether it's taxes, covering all of your expenses, and it's not just the making the money on a shoot. It's everything else associated with it, all that overhead that a lot of people at the beginning don't realize and, and then they falter after that and then they realize maybe they can't raise their rates they're not, or they're not too competitive. It, it's, a, it's a hard business to get into. You guys well, talk a lot about rates a lot. It seems like every time I'm on there that is a topic of discussion and, and maybe I'm just missing it. But, but Tim, let me ask you, you're, you're the show notes guy, so you're, you're writing this stuff down a lot. What do you think is the number one question that, that you get from, from the show? Is there one that just kind of stands out? No, I don't know if, if there is a – I mean, definitely if we have a professional, that, that question does, does get asked invariably in the, uh, in the chat. People say, how much do they charge and uh, how do they come up with what they do charge? So that that does come up uh, uh, along with what camera gear you use. That's probably the number one question. But uh, after that, uh, yeah, Mike, I, I, would you agree that that's the question that comes up a lot? Yeah, I think you know the thing is the barrier to entry is is fairly low. I mean, a lot of people have DSLRs. You get them for other reasons. I got mine to shoot my kids' sports, so you get them for those other reasons. So you already invested in the gear. So the barrier to entry to, to go from that to start charging people is pretty small. So I think everybody who's trying to make what they call a living off of it is struggling with what to charge. Uh, we did talk about on Tuesday, you know, ta that was tax day, April 15th, is a good time to look at are you really making a living? Could you 
pay your bills, your mortgage, your food, and all that kind of stuff with the money you're making, or are you just covering the cost of your equipment? Because uh, you know, if you're just covering the cost of your equipment and you don't see it going anywhere, then you're just you know think of it more of a hobby and, and get off of that thought that this is a something you're going to be doing for, as a pro. It really is. It's a business. You know, you talk to anybody who's successful at doing it as a business, and they will tell you that it is. And I'm going to just make up percentages here, but it's around this: eighty percent business, twenty percent photography. Yeah, yeah. It's like anything. It's yeah. it, it's you really got to you know you. You know, I've been thinking about this concept a lot lately, and, you know, people say to themselves all the time, you know, oh, I wish I could do what I love to do. You know, that's kind of the, the magic, uh, the perfect job, right? Oh, you know, so, Tim, we'll take you, for example. You and I, are, well, all three of us, we're just business professionals, and you'd be right. like, oh, it would be great to do photography as a living. When you when it becomes for a living, the rules change. <laughs> Absolutely, right? I could not go to my wife and say, you know what, I think I'm going to quit my job of 30 years and start doing photography. I mean, I, I shot a wedding years ago. I got a I got asked by a friend to do a wedding. Man, let me tell you, the stress I had doing that wedding, and now I didn't even have to do. I do, I didn't have the church. They had already had a ceremony prior to it. It was just the reception. I was so nervous. Now I, I probably undercharged for that. But it was a it was a great experience. Could I do that for a living, man? I, I don't know. That was that was a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and let me let me say one more thing before you move on. Is when I was a few years back when I first getting into photography, I got hired by a company who was doing soccer photography. He was doing sports. So I would go out and shoot on Saturdays, 10, 12 hours a day. Sundays about another six to eight hours. And in the first year, I loved it. I was doing it during the soccer season, and you know, getting a little bit of extra money to buy gear with. It was just fantastic. By the second and the third year, it felt like a job. I already have one of those. So I personally do not want my hobby that I have a passion for to feel like work. Yeah. Well, I, I see Sess, and I hear Sess now. So, Sess, let's bring you in. Sess White, Sess, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Oh, How's everyone doing? Very good. Good to see you again. I haven't talked to you in a while. Right. Yeah, it's been it's been a long while. <laughs> I know it's been it's been too long. We need to get you back on uh, the new uh, Home Gadget Geeks a little more often. Yeah, I saw that. I saw I saw a new logo on Stitcher. I said this isn't what I'm used to, but uh, same great <laughs> that, show. So is there that you update in Stitcher for you? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, no, not 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 both logos. Like yeah. I, I see one one place, I see a different one another place. So it, it is. It takes stitchers weird that way. It's not. Yeah. It hasn't quite updated. Uh, uh, iTunes has. Okay. And of course, the site has. So I was into. I, that's one of those things. I'm gonna have to email Stitcher and say, hey, how do I change my logo uh, you know, <laughs> on there? But you know, we, so we were talking about you know taking a hobby, photography mm -hmm. for a lot mm -hmm. of your stuff. You're uh, you, you dabble in a lot of stuff, and, and I've kind of got this feeling that sometimes, you know, we think this dream job is to take our hobby and turn it into a job, and I think that actually ruins it. In it some does. Ways. It does in some ways, yeah. you got to be really yeah. careful about that. Yeah, you do, because it adds accountability, and the reason mm -hmm. it's so fun, right, the reason we all like, let's just take photography, for, for example. The reason I think you guys, a lot of you guys like photography is because you can shoot whenever you want, and yeah. the pictures don't, you know, you're not selling them, and the pressure's <laughs> off. And it, it's just, you know, well, as soon as you're trying to make money, then all of a sudden every shot becomes critical or every decision becomes critical. Or like Tim, like you said, you go to shoot that wedding, and it's a lot of stress. And you're like, oh, this I used to do this just for fun, but as soon as money in, gets involved, that's why <laughs> and I do it's, a And of, it's a once-in-a-lifetime shot. You think about yeah, a wedding, it's a yeah, once you could a really, You could really mess it up. Yeah. Now some people hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd never get hired. And then, now you quit your job, and you'd never get hired in that. <laughs> 
Sess, I know you know you've got a, you've got some endeavors going on, but yeah. photography for you, where is it at from a job or hobby yeah. standpoint? Okay, so I, I I have three I have three main jobs, <laughs> main right now. Yeah. Um, really really just three jobs. Uh, I'm I'm the media guy for my church. I'm staff for that. Um, I'm Air National Guard, and then photography is um, kind of. I, I hate to say that it's that it's what I do more. Well, it is. It's what I do more than any more than any of those. Um, so like like May for example, you know, booked out with weddings. So I mean, it's just that is that is our uh, core of our our uh, our household right now is is what we're what we're piecing together. So it's still it's it's growing, but it's a. Uh, Substantially, <laughs> substantially more than it, but than it was as far as income goes. But you feel that pressure, right, when you're going to a shoot and a wedding, mm-hmm. and they're paying you big bucks to do this, and it's not yeah. necessarily fun, right? <laughs> it's not like it used to be, right? When you just go shoot, I mean, they're depending yeah. on you to get some really good shots. Yeah, and and yeah, exactly, and and I and I know exactly what you're saying with um. Uh, you know, when you change something that is that is uh, originally it's it's just fun, and then you add that accountability piece to it, that responsibility piece to it, then it becomes well. Now you you have these obligations and stuff. But so for my wife and I, I, I really had to just kind of um kind of hone in and switch it because uh, I I just just kind of buckled down and got focused and said, hey, this is this is what I want for myself. This is what I want for our family. So how do I turn this thing that was just fun, then it became a job? How do I keep the job fun? You know, right. So as as far as wedding goes, for example, we didn't have a <clears throat> sorry, we didn't have a wedding photographer. So so I, I treat each of those weddings like it's my own. You know, all the shots that I that I wish I had, and I'm just kind of reliving it with them. But I'm still keeping that tech mind at the same time. It's kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> it's one of those things that's been scary for me as I've started podcasting at work, and now it's become a job. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. is. I'm spending. At least a third of my time, if not more, maybe uh, some weeks up to a half. I'll have wow. probably done this week. I'll probably put in 15 hours in podcasting Ooh. this week. Wow! Wow! And so you go, and then all of a sudden the expectations ramp up. You know, when I mm-hmm. we got done with the show on Tuesday, I immediately I had an email. So how many were on the show, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they want numbers right away. Right away, numbers. Right. right. How many were watching live? And I'm like, well, 50. You know, which is still great. Right. Right. <laughs> Live. Somebody's okay. going to start to do a chart on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know that'll um, be coming. It just it's changes coming. it. It's a good topic. You know, a lot of the listeners here on the show, and if you're listening to this, you know, I get about 1,000 downloads a week, so it's about 1,000 people who listen to this. You know, you, you might be working in a tech job, and tech was really fun, and then you started working it, and it, you know, then it, it's like, well, maybe this isn't as fun. Uh, and it's not that way for everybody, but maybe, maybe you could call in your experience. So, if you're working in that hobby that you love to do, and maybe it's tech, let me know how that's going. Call that in, 402-478-8450. Just leave a message. We'll play that on the show. I just love to get some feedback from you on how that's working. All right, we promised some photography tech. So we'll, we'll although this is a great conversation, guys, and, and I appreciate that because it is one of those things for all of us and for the demographic that I reach, we all have full-time jobs of some kind, and then we have these hobbies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, sometimes they blend together, and sometimes. They and don't. I think our first piece of photography tech, we have a controversy. Oh, good. Let's we, let me. We do, I think. I think. And we, I think it's Tim. I think for, because of the way this is, Tim should go first. Okay. So I want to talk about. You guys uh, have uh, flash drives here, and so uh, as we talk about, I mean, for for you guys, those not flash drives, but but um, 
Yeah, media cards. Media cards, right? Yeah. Right. The, the, the drives, the, why is that? Secure escape? digital or compact flash, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. what have you. Yeah. The, the cards, the, the memory that you put in these cameras, right? That's super important because if it doesn't work, you're screwed, right? All those yeah. pictures you took, don't don't make it over. Tim, you had some notes in here about about the cards, just some ideas. Yeah, and I, I think really what you want to look for, and, and this is my opinion, obviously, I think Mike is going to disagree with it, is uh, <laughs> you want to find out what the fastest card is that your camera can handle. And when yeah. I talk about that, it's talking about how fast it uploads the picture you took to the card itself, so the card isn't a detriment to uh, taking your next picture, because every once in a while, if you take a picture, you'll see on the cam most cameras will have it'll have a little green light saying, and it'll see that the drive is working, which means it's actually processing the data to the card. Mm -hmm. So you want to get the fastest one that your camera can handle. If you get one that's faster than your camera can handle, it, you're just throwing money out the window. And and I equate that to uh, to got using gas in a car. If you use premium gas in a car that only requires regular, you're wasting money. Your car doesn't run any better by using premium. It runs the same. So um, that that's my part of this. I think what Mike is probably going to say it probably helps you for well, downloading later on. But uh, Tim, how does the average guy know that? How does he know that his card is the right card for the camera? Well, I think there's there's a couple of places you can look at that. One is uh, first of all the manual that you have with the camera. The other place is there's a, a website that I go to, dpreview.com, mm. which is digital photography review, and they probably have just about every camera that's out mm. there, and they will tell you within there what class camera card you should use, and uh, that's the one I would recommend. And uh, granted, if you're thinking of switching cameras in a couple of years, you might say, well, I'll get a faster card. More likely than not, in two or three years, the card that you spent $100 on is probably going to be $30. So it's going to be a lot cheaper <laughs> that's, in a couple years. That's a good years. point. That's a very good point. I was, I was actually, in my mind, I was going to say, well, you're, you're future-proofing. But if you already have that slower camera, then by the time you have the faster camera, yeah, like you said, it'll be cheaper. So It's going to uh, be a lot cheaper. Those <laughs> memory cards go down so fast in price. Yeah. One, one year later, it's a, it's a big difference. Hey, memory is cheap right now. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just it's just plummeting, right? Yeah. yeah. Price. Tim, would the manual also tell you how much the card will? Well, it'll tell you what cat, what size, uh, whether it's a 16 gigabyte card or 8 gigabyte or 32 gigabyte. But now they even went up to 128 gigabytes. I don't think my camera can hold a 128 in there. So you got to find out. You don't want to buy one that's more than your camera can hold. Can right. handle. Yeah. Yeah. And and that that is a, a a thing that's a controversy right there is is the size of the card, because some photographers will say I want more smaller cards because I'm putting all my eggs in one basket on that card. If something were to happen during the shoot and that card got corrupted and I had a massive card, let's say I'm doing a wedding and I can shoot the entire wedding on one card because it's got such a big one, that and that card got corrupted, I could lose everything. Or if I lost the card, I could lose everything. So some photographers photographers will say let me get a smaller one and get multiple ones of that. And that, that's a good argument. If you have a camera, some of the more modern cameras, and if you're pro-wedding photographer, you probably have this, they can put two cards in the camera at one right. time. And what I would do personally is not use them as overflow, is use them as redundant. So every image mm. goes to both. So, and that, so if the, I, the camera dictates that, whether it's redundant or whether yeah, it's overflow? The, okay. the cameras that can handle two. Be an option. The cameras that can hold two cards. So it's they like can, a RAID for the camera? It basically is, yeah. It's oh, like a RAID cool. 1 or whatever for the camera. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of cool. It gives you the option to you can you can select that in the menu whether you want it to copy or just overflow. So with that, I would I would again get a a big card. You know, I personally I have a 32 gig 
which is good for my camera. Uh, if you have a camera like the D800, which shoots at 36 megapixel, heck, I might go to 64 gig. Even if the but, camera doesn't support it? Well, the camera doesn't support it. You don't want to do that because then oh, okay. it won't work. So yeah, yeah Tim. No, but I mean, it it you get a bigger card than the like. So if your your camera, because there's a certain amount the camera supports, right? Yeah, we're talking right. about two things. One speed and one is capacity. Size. Correct. So if if the capacity, if the size of the card is something your camera won't support, then don't don't get that. But we're we're and Tim hit on some of the key points that I was going to counter with. I want to get as fast as a card as I can within reason. It, you look at the pricing of cards and like the Extreme Pro versus the the next step up in the Extreme Pro and a SanDisk. I like SanDisk. So do I. Yeah. Um, I'm a SanDisk guy like that. Yeah. So you might have a large price jump. So I might come one down from the top to get you know that good price uh, range. But I'll go with a with a card that is as fast as I can afford. So back when I got it, I got the Extreme. I don't know if that's going to come in focus. Yep. yep 30, perfect. 32 gig Extreme Pro. Uh, it's a 90 megabit per second. Heck, can my camera keep up with that or not? I, I don't know. But where it helps out is when I go to get a, a new camera, because I will, 32 gigs, I'll keep this for, for at least one more version of camera. Mm. Um, so I will, you know, that, and if my current camera can't keep up with the, with the speed, the next one can. It makes a big difference, because one of my first cards was this. And if I put this... <laughs> If I put this on my camera now, Ooh. it is noticeably you slower. You about three shots, maybe? No. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're The other thing, even <laughs> if your camera can't keep up with it, if it's faster than the camera can keep up with, and personally, I want to go a little bit faster, so I'm never waiting on the card. The camera's going at max speed. You do get some benefit when you put it in your card reader at home and download the, download the images. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. That that would be a benefit of it at that point. And, and speaking of card reader for your home, make sure that you're getting a USB three if you you if your uh, computer can handle a USB three uh three point slot because there there will be a noticeable difference downloading at that point from a USB two point to a three point Yeah, absolutely three point Or I guess yeah. if you're on a Mac, I don't know if they have the. Thunderbolt cards, readers, mm -hmm. something like that. I see, and I, I, I uh, now I wish I could. I was ready to upgrade because <laughs> everything's so much faster than the computer that I have right now. But that's just kind of how it is. The best thing that's out there is the thing after what you just bought. Absolutely. Yeah. I even have. <laughs> so for something we're going to go on, uh, I'll talk about later. This is really tiny. Is that? Is that a? Don't tell. Don't it. say what it's going to go into yet. Uh, but this read. is a uh, Sandisk Extreme Plus, sixty-four. Gigabyte uh, micro sixty four gig sixty four gig micro, micro SD. Ooh, wow sixty now yeah. that's what they use in in, uh, in your phones a lot of times yeah sixty four gig that little b thing that, I I think that's just crazy that that that's small because that is so easy I mean you think about how much the sixty four gig card would hold and mm -hmm. how easy that is to lose well it won't fit in my card reader I first have to put it in this thing right you got to put it into an adapter yeah so yeah. I'll tell you later on what that goes into. Yeah, can I can I backtrack for a second? Yeah. So so you were talking about multiple cards. You know, it's it's cool to be able to have those multiple cards, but how how much easier is it to lose that piece of the wedding, right? Like for me personally, for me, I I like to have you know just a, just a couple big cards. You know, uh, I um I can usually run run a whole wedding off of a off of a thirty two, and I have a backup thirty two in case I'm shooting more uh like video on the side than I thought that I would be. So um so for me I'm 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 among the 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 less less cards crowd rather than the multiple cards crowd. So I mean I. not not the redundancy thing. I think that's great. Um I can't have that in 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 the camera that I that I have as my main body but um 
my next one it will and and that's a great idea yeah. Well, I, I'm with you, Seth. I have a large card, and, and I think out of all the people or things I've ever heard, only one card getting corrupted and losing the pictures. I mean, yeah. it just it doesn't happen. They've done tests where they've run it over by trucks, put it in water. Nothing happens to those cards. They're Are very, you planning on getting run over by a truck or dunking in water? You never I'm know. <laughs> you never know what happens. I live in Man, New York. Your so. family, your, your family reunions are brutal, my friend. Uh, it's rough. <laughs> I live in New, New York. You never know what happens here. That's oh yeah. Oh yeah. Any thoughts to backing up on site? So, uh, in other words, you know, so you take some photos and before you pull that card out and maybe you put it in something else, so you load that, you know, a fresh card in. You put the used card in something else where it automatically starts backing it up. Is that a common practice at all on site? Just to make it, sure you're not losing. Data? Yeah, we've had guests who do that kind of stuff, and I don't have an example of one now. Maybe I can look for it when someone else is talking. But it's it's basically a hard drive enclosure that has built-in USB ports or built-in um, card reader slots, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's you know you can buy them with the drive already in it, or you put you buy and put a drive in it. And it, some of them have an LED readout, so you can see the images you're putting in there. But yeah. it basically is just a hard drive, a portable hard drive mm -hmm. that you can, you can download these things to. Personally, if I unless I'm traveling where I'm not going to be able to get back to someplace, I would download the card to it, but then put the card off to the side and not write over it again for the rest of the uh, the trip if I could help mm -hmm. it. Because I, I want to mm -hmm. be able to get back home. Uh, and I don't travel a lot, so if you're a travel photographer, this is going to be different. But uh, I want to get back home and do my normal backup procedure before I start deleting any files. Several yeah. years ago, I was very close to doing that. Uh, I, I was looking, I, I can't remember, I think it was Jobo or, or something was the name of the company that I uh, made something like that because the memory was very expensive. Mm. And, and it, to buy extra cards was really would have really been expensive. But uh, I didn't wind up doing it. Now the cards are so cheap, I, I don't think I would do that. And if I go away on vacation, when I go, uh, let's say, down to Disney, I usually bring a laptop and, and I'll back up the card at night to a... Uh, to the hard drive right then and there. Yeah, yeah I guess. And, go ahead, Seth. Sorry. Well, oh, I'm sorry. That's actually what we do in the guard, um, in the in the international guard. That's what we do in our shop. So we we've got those things just like, um, uh, just like Mike was talking about. You know, a little bit, little bigger than a phone, and you just kind of you know plug in your card or whatever, and it'll it'll dump it. it the ones that we have, they they kind of take a little while, and so. You know, I mean, I mean, I guess you can you can do it and then uh, put it in a bag somewhere and then shoot on another card. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a practice. Some people do it. We do it in the guard, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, it's kind of like, get done. I'm going to take this card. I'm replacing the cards. Let me, let me re make this redundant right now, yeah. and it can be running while, um, you know, you're still shooting. I was thinking a wedding. You know, you're probably shooting for hours, right, four or five yeah. hours maybe. Yeah. And so you could be backing up that card just in case. Eight, and then you pull that card out, and you still don't write over it, right? You wouldn't write over right. it until you get home. right. Yeah, but just have that on-site backup uh, to make sure that it's you've got a second copy in case you yeah. do like Tim wants to be run over by a truck or. <laughs> <laughs> so and then also what Tim was saying was you know dumping it on a on a laptop if you can because for the price that they that that my unit paid for that little um that little I forgot what you even call it but um to to dump it in there uh, you know I could I could have gotten a small laptop so I'm like then if I have it on I don't know there there are a lot of options you know yeah I guess yeah. a laptop would work most of those laptops come with the right ports you can just 
Have right, your just plug it right into it. You plug it in, have a yeah. you know, set up to automatically, you know, Windows or Mac both have the ability to automatically just copy it when you put it in there. Yeah. It'll copy it to the hard drive, and then you at least have a backup copy in case that card fails at some point. I just, I just, put, a, I just put a link in chat to some of those portable drives. Okay. Yeah. Or not in chat. I'm sorry, not in chat. Into the show notes. In the show notes. Okay, yeah. good. We'll throw those. Yeah, I was just thinking, man, I would hate, I was taking these photos, and I would hate for anything to happen to any of them. You know, it's kind of like my audio here, uh, and and I actually have gotten out of the habit of doing it. But if Google failed, if YouTube failed, mm. I'd lose all this audio, right? I don't have any. You're not recording local? I don't have. No, I stopped doing that, dude. I double record. Oh, <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, that's not true. I do now. We use Spreaker now, and so okay. Spreaker is recording at least the audio. Yeah. Uh, portion of it. But I could use I could still use live stream and yeah. you know capture the video as a backup in case I had it. But I, I stopped doing that. But it is one of those things. I, I haven't been bitten in it for so long. It's about the time. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> well you know well, that that's what always happens. You get bit somehow. I mean I think about when I got my Windows home server, it was because I lost a hard drive that had all my pictures on it. And thankfully my brother in law had stuck my uh a hard drive in a freezer to recover the pictures on there. All I lost was the file names. So mm. it's when something goes wrong, I wound up getting my home server. So Yeah. And I think that's a good transition into the, what I had for the next thing was uh, something that's, that's critical to all photographers is backing up. And if you listen to the JPEG to RAW, it's probably the thing I've preached about the most over the years is backup, backup, backup. CDs, DVDs, those are not backups. Those no. are you want to do that a, Those don't you, last that long. Yeah. You want to do that as a fun little side project just for the heck mm -hmm. of it? You go right ahead. It's not a backup you can rely on. Uh, and, and the sad thing is, is is every month I see photographers who come um, you know, begging for help in one of the groups I'm in that they've lost all their photos. So you've got to have a solid backup plan. And to me that means a local backup, your original, a local backup, and then an off-site backup using something like Crash Plan, which is what I use. Yeah, you know, Jimmy Drive, yeah. <laughs> Do you still use it? I gotta ask because I what is a Jimmy Drive? Oh, you missed the whole Jimmy Drive. Oh, uh, that's a whole. You missed the wave, my friend. <laughs> is the wave still going? Side. It's is it is it still happening? Is can you still? Uh, I don't know how many of us are left. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I I gotta be honest. I, I really don't know uh, how you know how many other folks are using it right now. But uh, I'm I'm exploring some options. Sure. <laughs> Good. Crash Good crash plan would be a great one. I, I um, probably should get in the crash plan. I, I have a, a hard mm. drive that I that I replace bringing to my father's house in another town and but that's if you don't bad, have like, bandwidth limits. Oh you go manual. That's 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 full manual. That's sneaker backup. And yeah. if you and if you have caps on your from your ISP from your internet service provider, that you're gonna have to do something like that. Because your your photos will um will use up all your bandwidth. Yeah, but I, I don't have any limits and my upload download is not an issue. It's it's lazy. No reason for you not to be on Crash Plan. Uh, let's, no. let's let's talk real quick. Hold on, uh, Seth, before you jump into that. Let's yeah. talk real quick yeah. about equipment. So when we talk about storage, Tim, what uh, what are you storing them on locally? Obviously, you're taking them off site, but what kind of equipment to store your photos locally? I store it on. Well, it's obviously all my pictures are stored on my main computer here. I have a, a separate removable hard drive bay that I, I store it on there. Plus, I have it on my Windows Home server, backed up every night. Okay, so you have three copies. Right. Mike, how about you? And I also upload to websites. I, so I that's said, also a backup, like Flickr. <laughs> oh, do they all go to Flickr? Uh, just the ones I want to keep generally okay. go up there. Okay. So the most important ones. Mike, how about you? 
Just like Tim, I have, of course, have it on my main computer where I download the cards, and I do something as soon as it comes off the card in Lightroom, it goes to two different places. So Lightroom has the ability to do a backup as it's pulling the images off the card. So I do that. So I have my main computer, then I have a, a server that's got some MediaSonic, and I just did a post in our forums about it. MediaSonic box, which is a little external box attached by USB 3 that's got hard drives in it, and it's a RAID enclosure. Uh, and for any photographers who are listening and they don't know what RAID is, it basically protects you from losing a drive. A single bag. drive in a yeah. group right now. Right. A, RAID, a RAID 5. Yeah, RAID 5 in this case. And and that server is running CrashPlan. So what happens is I download the images. I think CrashPlan within 15 minutes will start uploading those to CrashPlan. So, mm. yeah, however long that is, heck, but sometimes before the card is done downloading off my card, the images, CrashPlan is already starting to back them up onto the, onto the site, the Internet. And you don't have to do it right away with CrashPlan. You could, like, I've, I've got mine limited between midnight and 6 a.m., and so it just it goes on those drives, and then overnight right. it starts backing up. If you don't have it on a server like I have, if you got it, if you only have one PC and you don't want to do a server like I am, because not everybody wants to do that, right. and I would do something like that where it's it's using it on off hours. Maybe you're uh, you got attached storage and that's what's um, is your backup. Some some photographers like Kathleen, who was a co-host on our show for a long time, she thought by having an external drive and she had two of them sitting right on her desk, and that's where she put her photos. That that was a backup because it was external. You know, backup means, in my mind, a backup means three copies. Original, local copy, and off-site copy. Absolutely. Sess, how about you? Yeah. Oh, my God. How, how are you Man, I'm, I am. <laughs> okay, so, I've, you know, I've got, I've got two, three terabytes that I'm storing locally, and my, my cloud situation is pretty, is pretty jacked up right now it's because, to be honest, to be perfectly honest, Jimmy Drive was going fine until I messed up something in my settings, and I've just been running so much that I just haven't caught up with it. So you guys are going to chew me out. I know. I need <laughs> no, to have it in multiple right. places. I know. Spend the weekend but... and catch up, my friend. <laughs> I can't because I'm always shooting on the weekend. I know. Sometimes. It happens. Go ahead, Mike. What I think photographers, uh, you know, they discount one of the two of them, the local one or the remote one. And there's challenges on both, I understand. But the, the local one is your primary. If something you lose, you need to get back. If you edit something and somehow you saved over the file and you, you know, say you're not doing raw, so you did a JPEG, you need to get that back. That local backup is where you go 99% of the time. Where you need to go to your offsite is because your house was flooded, it was burned down, mm -hmm. somebody, right. broke, mm -hmm. somebody right. broke into your house and stole your stuff. Those type of things, no matter how good your local backup is, it's not going to protect you from those things. Yeah, and RAID is not. Now here's here's backup. here's the issue, and you guys you guys might be able to talk to the average guy about <laughs> what happens when you're when you're making too much uh, content to upload into the cloud. Because I mean, you know what I mean. I, so I'm I'm just going to talk about me for a second right now. You know, I've I've got I've got these multiple photo projects, and then I have these two video projects going on at the same time. You know, that's I got like gigs and gigs of like just video alone, and then I've got all these raw files from weddings and portrait shoots, and you know, it's just it's 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 hard to. So uh, how much when do you it think you have ready? in size, Seth? How much uh, when we're talking data? How much are you generate yeah. in a week? Do you think a week or a month? Yeah. You have any idea? Uh, golly. Um. I don't know. I, I, I definitely can't say per month, but... Uh, well, how many 32-gig cards would you take? 
at a wedding? How many how many cards would you use? I'm gonna fill a card. I'm gonna fill a card at a wedding. Um, so you know, every every weekend, every other weekend, at least every weekend in May, um, I'll be I'll be filling at least one at least one 32 gig card. And then so when I'm out on these uh, video projects, um, like kind of per visit for a documentary, um, probably filling up about half of the card. So it's another 16 gig. And then. Um, and then what do you do with the edit files, you know? The, yeah. the stuff so, that you've edited. Well, and the video is the is the big thing usually. That takes yeah. up a lot. Yeah. Of so and sometimes that is a challenge for somebody who doesn't have the speed of, you know, the upload speed they need or generating a lot of data like you. I generate somewhere between 60 and, and 100 gig a month in, in data that I need mm -hmm. to back up. So I can keep I can keep up with that. Now when you first start crash plan and you have a large amount of storage like I did, it take it may take a mm -hmm. year, it may take a long time for it to catch up. Once it catches up, then it's only backing up the changes that you tell it to. So you may want to mm -hmm. tell it to only back up your most important stuff at first. So it will take a while, but again, if you have a lot of data like you have, Seth, you may have to come up with some kind of manual process where you take stuff off-site or some yeah. other some other form of thing like that. It is, it is a challenge if you yeah. are generating more data than you can back up. But I think you know, if, you don't, if you have a decent upload speed, you can probably do more than you think. It will just take a while. I, I I don't. We what? we've got uh, we got some lag. I, I don't I don't actually remember exactly how fast it is, but I know every time my son's watching Netflix, I can't work. <laughs> yeah. So that, so yeah, yeah. You, you don't have that may be a download yeah. problem too. And but, that might be a, an area to look into from an investment standpoint of just being able to get a little bit more bandwidth if it's possible. And it's not always possible. But you know? yeah, like, I've got to talk to my financial department about that. The uh, <laughs> yeah. well, well, I think also. <laughs> I think looking just at Netflix may not be a, a good comparison because I think a, a lot of internet providers will throttle Netflix. I mean, I think that's yeah. well well versed right. as to what they're doing to them. So I have I have heard that pretty well. I have heard that. Yeah. But along those same lines, what we're talking about. The other thing to think about is is uh, somebody like Seth who's generating a lot of data, or you know me with the podcast and, and the photos. I'm doing 60 gig or so a month. Is to be thinking about your local storage, and you, yeah. you know don't. Don't be the guy or, or gal who, when they stick their memory card in from the wedding shoot and they get a, an error that says disk full. There is no excuse for you not knowing that disk was, there, was almost There is no excuse. You've got to know that before you go in. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you may not be as anal about it as I am where I'm, I'm thinking six months out. So I'm, I'm looking at, and I just did a post here recently uh, about it where I looked at my drive and I see how much is left over and I'm thinking I'm about six months out. And why, why six months for me? Because I'm going to get a four-bay drive enclosure, which means I've got to buy four drives and the bay. Okay? So five things. You know, I want to buy one a month so I don't have to buy $500 worth of stuff all in one month. I'm going to buy one of those things a month and then I have one buffer a month in case I'm lazy and skip a month or I shoot more than I think. Uh, so I want to be doing that at a, at a minimum six months out. Yeah. Huh. Listen, I, t uh, who is it, Timothy? Yeah, t I hope you go by Tim. Tim Foster said in the chat, you know, yeah, cloud can be expensive. Cloud's getting cheaper every day. And when you can buy a terabyte of data, you know, terabyte of storage from Google for 10 bucks a month, that's 120 bucks a year, you'd have a hard time. I mean, okay, yeah, you can buy a physical drive for... Mm. You know, you can probably get a three or four terabyte physical drive now for about that price. Bucks. About right. the same price, right? But you have to have the whole infrastructure around that, right? That drive just doesn't run by itself for the yeah. most part. Right. It, you know, right. you need you you need if you're going to store it locally, you need to have some redundancy on that, which means you need to have two, and you need an enclosure to be able to do that. That MediaSonic enclosure for you, Mike, is 
couple hundred bucks probably. I, right? I think the the one I get is right at 180. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're still without, yeah. without drives. Exactly, and you just got to fill the drives up. You still got to fill it up. So we're going to see a cloud storage war go on here over the next year or so. I mean, Google has mm. already fired the shot across the bow uh, by saying mm -hmm. by dropping their prices. I think it's it's hard. And when you can get unlimited at Crash Plan for sixty bucks a year, unlimited. I have over four terabytes. Of yeah, that that's there. that's half the mm. price. And uh, by unlimited means unlimited, right? You yeah. can store just <laughs> as much as you want. I there. have. Talk to the guys at Crash Plan. They came to our office on, on, on the other side of what I do for a day job. And they have a guy, I think at the time, was over 40 gig of, of data, 4 terabytes, I'm sorry, of data. What, what did I say? 4 gig? I have 4 terabytes. 4 terabytes, yeah. I have 4 terabytes. This guy had well over 40 terabytes. And they're, they're assuming he's backing up movies or something. They can't see what you're backing up. But they said, yep, we're hmm. truly unlimited. And I think wow. their, thought, their thought is no one dude can you know can saturate their what they're doing I mean you think about no even this one guy who has 40 terabyte and he's probably backing up stuff he shouldn't be backing up his upload bandwidth is not enough that he's ever going to saturate them because they have so many customers that one person's not going to be a yeah they're in petabytes oh. at this yeah. point mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. they don't they, and, and it's so small yeah and Jim I agree with I agree with what you were saying I think it was the last show where you were talking about how box and Dropbox eventually they're going to go they're going to go unlimited yeah, you know, I think so. Just it'll just it'll have to it'll have to be that way, and it won't matter, right? The the storage their storage costs will be so cheap. Mm -hmm. um, now the the chat room is reminding us that international is a different story, right? Our friends sure. in Australia, yeah. they have caps, pretty severe caps at times too. The UK mm -hmm. has some caps as well, and so there's places here in the United States that have uh, that have caps. So you know, it's one of those kinds of things. Yeah, you have to be creative in those environments if you have data caps. And I, I keep getting letters from Cox that says, "Hey, you know, we give you 300 gig, and you're halfway through the month, and you're already using 600." <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that letter regularly. Wow. Um, uh, no caps, but they're reminding me, you know, hey, you know, this is what you pay for. So we absolutely have to take that into consideration when you're thinking about your backup solutions. So. You know, well, that's why I always, when they, they talk that they're going to, Blu-rays and DVDs are going to disappear, there are way too many parts of this country that cannot download a, that type of movie. Or way too many. Speed. Yeah. At that yeah. speed. Although well, that's, or, or a capped. If, you, cap if you're a cap person, if you're someplace where there's a cap, you've got to find a, you're going to have to do a manual process, like Tim's doing now, where he takes a hard drive and takes it off site. I mean, it's really your, your only yeah. choice. You really well, the other... The other option, though, there are fire and waterproof hard drives as well. That you know, I mean, I have a IOSafe Solo here. That is it theft-proof? Low. Uh, I, well, I mean, no. I could bolt it down. <laughs> you can bolt so, it down. Yeah. If, if you could do something where you can you can make it theft, fire, and waterproof, um, then yeah. And think about where you're at. If you're in southern Louisiana, Florida, something like that, and you have hurricanes come through. You know what ha When you go to leave, uh, are you going to be able to get everything? So you know, offsite you don't have to worry about it. If it's something you can't take with you, or you know, if you live in a tornado area where you may not have time to get everything out, is that stuff um, safe in that in that safe you're right. talking about? Right. Will you be able to find it? Sess? Yeah. Gonna say that's a, um, no, I was I was actually going to ask you know how much is that you know fireproof uh, hard drive? I was actually trying to look it oh. up. <laughs> uh, yeah, IO Safe makes them. IO the letters IO Safe uh, makes uh -huh. those. They're about twice the price of a regular hard drive. Is generally what it is. So, but I have a one terabyte IO Safe Solo. 
and they make a whole bunch of different kinds of products. They even make ones that are shockproof that that sit inside a titanium shell that you could mm. not only burn or drown, but you can also crush and drop, and they you won't lose. They'll guarantee you won't lose your data on it. You must be going to the same party that uh, Tim's going to, because uh, <laughs> yeah, that's rough. <laughs> like, was that in your back pocket? Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, they're uh, they're they're fireproof, waterproof, right? And so mine sit in the basement. If the house burned down, it would fall on top of it, right? As the house burns down, they the fire department would come. The basement would fill up with water. So it's one of those kinds of things. I don't have to worry about flooding here, but it, I am worried about a house fire. The data I could get it back locally here if I needed to. Uh, I would hope if some, now I move all my stuff to the cloud as well. I actually do four different backups with that, and that's. Mm. One of my, that's another one of the places that I back up to. So uh, a good way to do it. Well, we've talked about backups a lot. I, we are going to quickly get to the end here. And Mike brought up a subject that I really, really wanted to talk about because I want to get it in the title of the show, Mike. I'll just be honest Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot topic. And so you recently picked up something that kind of falls in the realms of photography, but it's it's gotten a lot of popularity what uh, what's on your what are you gonna pull out of the magic Mike Howard desk? Okay, so I'm gonna do a little right. a little lead up to it. So, of all the photography related stuff I've bought recently, if, um, this was the one I was the most excited about getting. I could not wait for this to come in the mail, and it's something I was watching behind the scenes Deadliest Catch uh, episode that just recently aired. And I don't know if you're a Deadliest Catch fan, but I I am. And I'm talking about all this camera gear they put on there. You know, I think they do over two million dollars. Thousands of dollars, right? Over the millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. So like one camera that that the camera guy is handling is over eight grand, Ooh. and they've dropped them overboard whenever they were you know washing around, and boom, there goes one overboard. Oh, oops. Oh. Uh, so those things, but. Watching that, I, I would freeze frame that every once in a while and say, Jill, look, my, Jill, my wife's name is Jill. Look over there. There's one of those things. I got that same thing. So they're, even they're using it. And what that is is a GoPro. And I have, what's this here? I got the GoPro Hero 3 Plus. And what are you using that for? So for a lot of things. So it does video. It does During our podcast, he mounts it on his head. <laughs> you should. First-person shooter. <laughs> so that, that memory card I showed earlier, the 64-gig little bitty thing, goes in this. And what? So let's, I was out, out shooting a softball game, and what I did was have my main camera with that big lens you, you might be able to see behind me, and I was doing the action shots with that. I stuck this thing with one of the accessories I bought in the dugout, and it takes 12, um, you know, 12 megapixel images. So I had it on on what they call time-lapse, taking an image every 10 seconds and just stuck it into the dugout and uh, on, on the fence or something like that. And then whenever it was done, you know, at the end of the game, I just I just downloaded and had taken 500 photos or whatever it was of 12 megapixels. And, um, yeah, of course, a lot of them are junk, but a lot of them are, are pretty cool, and you can make a little time-lapse video with it. It also shoots video. It'll do 1080p at 60 frames a second, uh, 120 frames a second at 720p, and then all the way up to 240 frames per second at 480p, I think that's what that is. But it will also shoot 4K video, but only at 15 frames a second. And, and about and three seconds of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the battery will wear out. And you can do, it can do 2K at 30 frames a second. Yeah. So not, not bad. Um, the, the, the one I got is the top of the line one they have, and it is $400. It comes with the, the waterproof case, and it comes with another case. And the accessories are not that bad. Uh, it's a pretty rugged thing as I just dropped it. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> accessories are not that bad, and it does not have an LCD, so you, you can see that there's no way to see what you're aiming it at, but it has its own um, uh, Wi-Fi hotspot. So what you do is you take the, the, the app that's for this thing, and you can then see it on your phone. So I will have it, as I position it, I'm watching the live video on my phone from the GoPro. Yeah, so that's the monitor. Yeah, yeah that's that's the monitor. Your phone is the monitor for it. And that, so. that is that is that is pretty cool. And there were some competitors yeah. with uh, with Hero. What happened to them? We don't even know their names anymore. They're not around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, GoPro definitely is dominating the market at this point. Seth, with your wedding photography, have you ever thought Sir. of uh, having a couple GoPros loaded up? I have. On people, have you done anything I, like that? I, I have no, I haven't done it, but I've thought about it, and I promise you, I was in Sam's today. Every single time I pass a GoPro, I think about buying it right then and there. Yeah, I, I, I think about it. it but I, I don't know what I would use it for. That's the problem. I'm going to become a surfer dude. I've got <laughs> ideas. Well, I've got a, I've got ideas, but it's you, we got to yeah, I got to get approval. Know, the the yeah. <laughs> well, the evolution of the the okay, so back in the old days at weddings, we used to put those disposable cameras on the table, right? right? Everybody take pictures, blah blah. Now you just you can you can uh, employ everybody's cell phone, and they can mm -hmm. there's wedding websites where you can register right. there. You take pictures, and they automatically upload to that site for the guests, but. I would think it would be cool to have one or two GoPros where someone's like in Mike's case, someone is wearing it you know, through the right through the wedding out the whole deal, and it's taking huh. a it's taking a picture one picture a minute right Mike I assume you can set that interval to it yeah whatever you want ten seconds it could be one minute or whatever so every minute a picture is being taken and so how interesting would that be Seth to have yeah. someone's perspective of the entire wedding. They don't know when they're taking the picture and when they're not. You know, right. wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, that, that right, you be, probably delete eighty percent. Awesome. You probably delete eighty percent of them, but boy, you might get some really good pictures. You might, like yeah. get some moments there. Yeah, it's a it's a cool idea, and uh, there are people doing all kinds of funky, crazy, smart things with these GoPros, and I, I, I like a piece of that. I'd like a piece yeah, of that. Yeah. What else have you seen, <laughs> Seth, that you like? If you could, if you had one, what would you? What else would you use it for? You, you know, I've I've seen I've seen things as um like uh, you know just kind of putting a couple of GoPros along the aisle, you know. So while she's walking down, I've seen um where someone might put something on uh, on the bride's dress, and you can kind of see the people's reactions as they as the ladies walking by, and you know, <laughs> so you know, putting it on the uh, the the efficient, the the preacher, pastor, whoever's you know running it, um I. I, I know that the couple that uh, my most recent couple wouldn't have gone for that. Like I don't want that on the dude's head in my pictures. But uh, but I don't know. You might get that wild and crazy couple that's down with it. Oh, I am sure there is somebody would want it. There, and there are a ton yeah. of accessories. I have the the clamp thing here that mm -hmm. you can clamp it on just about anything. You put the GoPro up here. Yeah, I've got that the look good on a wedding dress. Yeah, <laughs> I've, got the, I've got the suction cup thing that is rated for 150 miles per hour. So. Uh, yeah, let me see. The thing, the thing that I that I do want to do. Oh, go ahead. You have another thing in your hand. I got the headband. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what the that's what the preacher could wear. The the and whoever's then, running it. And then I have the the telescoping thing that you know you stick it on the end and you just kind of hold it out. Like I've that. seen. I've definitely seen people use that. So you see a lot of skiers yeah. and people do that. Now I've got the I got the uh, app pulled up. I don't know if this will come through the video, but um, there is the. The live feed. I'm actually got the GoPro sitting right in front of me, feeding oh, yeah. the screen right. And in front I can of see your, I can see your computer. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. if I press record, it would start recording right now, and I can do all the. I can turn it off. I can turn it on. I can um, change the settings and everything with it, and then record it from there. That that I like. That that's that's convenient. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that is very cool. So I mean, and and for me now, I I have this I have this clamp that I've used for a bunch of different things. I use it for lights. I use it for cameras or or whatever. But um, what I would want to do is, uh, kind of kind of behind the couple. If there's a if there's a structure or or something, um, not behind the couple, but behind the uh, efficient or whatever, mm-hmm. looking onto the couple, I'd like to I'd like to put one up there and just have it shooting down. Because um, I, I think that would be cool to have them and then have the crowd, you know, of observers in the background. That I think would that'd be a great a, shot. So from cool. above, yeah. coming down, right? Yeah. And so and then can, exactly. Oh, that would be a great well, that's, shot. That's what you I want to do. That you never get that um that experience, right? Nobody. That's sees why that I experience. want it. That's why I want yeah. it. And yeah. plus, I also want a drone, but we don't want to get into that. Yet. Well, somebody already <laughs> brought that up. Somebody brought that up. Uh, the other Jim says uh, there'll be drones in the fall. Well, it would have hey, to be really I, I, I promise you. Well, you know what? There, there are some that are actually very, very quiet. I don't. I think um, uh, what the the Phantom they came out with a new one, and it's uh, it's fairly quiet. You've done a lot of research on this, apparently. <laughs> uh, I've seen some things. You know, I might be thinking about making this purchase with tax money. That well, might be um, coming soon. <laughs> and speaking back to my uh, soccer days, I'd love to put one of these in like the corner of the goalie box, the goal, the, the goal and and get the these are wide angles, so there's no zoom or anything like that. Re- reels in one is. I would love to stick one right there in the corner and get action from the goalie. Yeah. See now, I like that because yeah. my son's a goalie, so I could see myself doing that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is definitely cool. Yeah. Mike, about how much video? Okay, so let's go back. How much video would you if you just started that thing, turned it on? Regular 1080p. How how long the battery, would run? the battery would run out before the card ran out? And how long do you think that'd go for? Uh, if I'm running solid video, it'd probably yeah. be less than an hour. I, I don't. I've never done that. But the battery is pretty weak. You can get a, a bigger battery, and then you end up with a little bit bigger case. There's there's a ton of accessories for this thing, um, and you know one of them is you get a, what's called a floaty back. So if you're going to be doing anything in water. There's one that has a little flotation device in the back of it because so if it falls, cool. it'll float. Yeah. This thing will sink to the bottom if you drop it. Yeah, um, you know the best accessory that I would want is a a wall plug, AC power, so you could just plug it up and let it run. That would be pretty cool. But, yeah, <laughs> that's what I would want. That, I was just watching a video today of somebody that used one of these GoPros. It was I think a Red Bull bike challenge. These guys, he had it on his helmet, obviously. And he was coming off a cliff on a bike. And I'm telling you, I sat there looking at it on my phone, and, and I was cringing the whole way down this thing he was doing it. Because one small move, and he was falling 1,000 feet to his death. Yeah, it, so there's a, that's what you see a lot of this use on Red Bull type stuff. Yeah. But there is a use for it outside of that. You know, Tess talked about his Definitely. uses, and I talked about mine with you know with soccer, with, where I can do that, or, or softball. You know, there's, So there's uses in the... Um, and outside of the, the extreme sports. Yeah. No, I think there's a million different. I mean, just in this conversation, we've kind of discovered, you know, some different ways. And that's what I'm kind of hoping as you're listening to this conversation, you're thinking about this GoPro and you're thinking, oh, what would I, what yeah, would I use it for? Right. Now, what, 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 the software that came with it has a lot of potential, but it crashes on me all the time. Really? So it's got yeah. some drawbacks there. Yeah. Yeah. So it the, could be the PC that you're working on. 
Just kidding. No. Oh, wow. wow. Are we going to start this now, Seth? Is that flowing down it's right now? It's the end of the show, right? we got no. three PC guys against one Mac guy. Is that what you really want? <laughs> wow. Uh, not right now. No, I don't want to. I'm not going to fight that battle today. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so, Mike, uh, three different prices for these, right? There's a white and a silver and a black or something like that yeah, for these? Uh, I, I can't remember which one's the middle one. It might be the, the silver one. The black, the Hero 3 Black is the latest one. It's $400. The, you, get, you need to look at it, and what the specs are slightly different between each model and what they can do and some of the frame rates and resolution. This one does come with a remote. Uh, if I can pull it out of the little package. It comes with a little remote included. I really personally see no need for this remote since I have the app. Right, if you have it on your phone, there's no need for that. Yeah. So I don't remember the, the spec. Does that collect, I guess, uh, through Bluetooth then? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I don't, mm. I don't think it's Bluetooth, no. I think it's using the, the I don't know. I don't know what it's using. <laughs> Scratch that part of the conversation. Punt. <laughs> Punt. <laughs> uh, but but the, the cool thing also is the accessories you can get. Uh, and the accessories are not that expensive. I think the ones I showed you, the headband was probably the most, and it was 30 bucks. Most of them were well under 20 bucks. Some of them is you know, in the $10 range. Mm-hmm. And so, they, send them in these, they sell them in these different bundles, too. Do they, they still do that, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, with different accessory c- combos? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, if you go to the Amazon, so go to theaverageguy.tv slash Amazon and then search for GoPro. So mm-hmm. I'm looking right now that Hero 3 Plus Black Edition is $399. Yeah. The, the White Edition is $199. And then they have a Silver Edition in the middle, $299. So that's kind of straight no package deals. And then they've got some other, you can go through and they've got some you know other options there. Mike, that Jaws clamp mount that you have there, forty bucks for something Ooh. like that. Okay. The uh, head strap and mount with the quick mm-hmm. clip is twenty bucks, so seventeen ninety. This was forty bucks. That was that is forty bucks. Okay. You were only off by ten. You're only did off you, by ten. Did you pay attention when you were buying that thing? <laughs> you just went all willy nilly and bought He's everything. Just throwing crap it, in the cart. It, you know, we had, ice, we had ice. Ice. So, uh, for people who don't know, Atlanta had Ice Mageddon here. It was the end of the world where we had the two inches of ice. And mm. uh, one of my guys who works for me has a Jeep, and he drove in one day with a GoPro strapped to the hood of his car. And when he showed up, I said, what is that? And he said, it's a GoPro. So, we immediately came into the office and downloaded that and watched this video of his drive-in. You know, it, riveting TV. But... Right after he left my desk, I got on Amazon and ordered everything. So <laughs> I'm sure you I did. Think I, was, I think I was ordering off of a video high. <laughs> but I, I could see that in cars in the future. Everybody has that. TV slash Amazon that'll when you when you go to buy those impulse buys. Yeah, um, yeah Mike, you're not you weren't joking. There's a lot of. Um, uh, yeah, Seth, they have a wasabi power battery pack and a charger. I guess wasabi powered. Wasabi. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Hey, so, you know what? Actually, that's that's uh, whenever I buy backups, it ends up being wasabi because they're always Amazon Prime, and I'm a Prime head. Yes. Yeah, Twenty three dollars for that uh, for yeah. the battery pack for two. Two for the GoPro, and that that would fit the current GoPro version that that uh, Mike has there as well. Mm. So, yeah, Mike's okay. right; they've got a lot of a lot of different versions. Awesome. I'm actually gonna have to look at this now. <laughs> you I know, like and, the idea and, of putting in the soccer goal. There you yeah. go. Yeah, and 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 realistically, as far as um, you know, there are a couple things that I was thinking about. You know, my my next investments, and it's it's probably gonna be a GoPro because it's not terribly expensive and. Uh, you don't have to have a sing. You don't have to have somebody man it like I would have a drone. 
which I still will be buying. Points. <laughs> You're gonna get that drone, aren't you? I'm gonna get the wedding drone. <laughs> Just wait till that crashes in the bride's hair. You know what though? Um, but speaking speaking of that type of stuff, as far as people using it, um, the uh, what FCC or I, I think they've been they've been kind of fighting with you know airspace and you can't fly these things for profit and whatever. Um, you know, I've been I've been kind of kind of following that, and it was looking bad for a while. Like uh, like you you know you wouldn't be able to fly these things at all. You'd get arrested if you did. But now it's actually kind of leaning the other way towards you know being a little bit more lenient and letting people use these things. So I'm excited about the wave. I'm gonna just kind of wait until maybe some of the prices come down, and uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, one ninety nine, you could get away with the with the one ninety nine version. No, he's talking about the drones. I think. I'm talking about oh, the, drones. the drones. Oh, okay. yeah, the GoPro. That's that's gonna happen. <laughs> that's happening. That's I'm going on. Just go to Amazon and get one of their used drones. They'll be cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, some some cool uh, ways of doing that. In fact, if you if you get a GoPro or you've got a GoPro, I'd mm -hmm. love to see some of the video that or audio or uh, pictures that you're making with it, and we'll post yeah. those. I put a GoPro a GoPro post together. You can send those to me. Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv. It'd be just kind of fun to see what you're making out there with it, if any of our listeners. I'm not sure my demographic, I'm not sure that many of you have GoPros yet. It's, I, I'm not feeling like that's necessarily, I mean, Mike might be an exception, uh, <laughs> and Seth as well. But uh, if you've got a GoPro, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email, Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv. Love to hear how you're doing. You know what I want to do with it? I want to stick it in the refrigerator. And capture everybody as they come. I think that'd be a cool look. It would be a good video. Be a cool look. Hey, yeah. and and uh, speaking of, I I have a link that I'm just going to I'm going to share with you. You can you can do it whenever you want. But there is a hold on. Let me close that. There is a video uh, with a, a the the GoPro video with a Subaru car, a remote control car. Did you guys see it? No. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's a remote control car, and this thing, this thing is just kind of flying around turns and stuff. It's it's a long video, and they just did it with a series of GoPro cameras. Um, let me see. I put it in the group chat for uh, the Google Hangout. Um, I probably should have put it on the yeah. Let me go over to the uh, chat here. Boom. Okay, so it's on the average guy chat right now, live. Um, and you can check that out whenever. Maybe uh, maybe show note worthy. We'll see. Or in the or in the post show. I, we do have one thing I want to go over in the post show and crash plan. Uh, yeah, we'll stay around a little bit for the post show. And yeah. so since you're late, you're obligated to stay for the post show. I've got to. <laughs> you are staying for the post show. Maybe I can. Well, I can show that. You know, you can't broadcast videos live on. It's a good uh, point. That's a good point. On hangouts, but they'll boot you. They'll ban you for six for two weeks. Like no, I no, I'm you physically, physically you can't do it. Yeah, I mean, oh. I guess you can. Not the way, not the way I broadcast. It doesn't work. We could uh, share the video, but they wouldn't be able to hear it or see it. So we'd be making comments, and they'd be like, "What? What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, gentlemen, anything? We're we're kind of at the end of our hour of doing this. Any other thoughts around photography tech? It always goes so fast, and and uh, but any other quick thoughts around photography tech that you want to throw in? Well, I, I think some of the other things are the, some of the basics. Just make sure you always have enough batteries if you're going to go away or a charger. You, those are the, some of the small things. Something to clean the lens with. Uh, otherwise, you wind up with spots in your pictures. Some of those are the small little things that don't cost a lot, which pay big dividends. Yeah, and we didn't go over one of the main things that all photographers are going to need is some type of software to edit. And, mm. you, you know, I think... Um, for a lot of us, that is either Lightroom or, or, or Photoshop or both. 
And if if you you know you can't buy outright Photoshop anymore, yeah. so I I would recommend uh, looking at the Photoshop bundle, the photography bundle that Adobe has now. Subscription price of nine ninety nine a month, but you get full Photoshop and Lightroom, and every time they do an update, you get the update. Uh, that that's really? a pretty good deal. If if you don't want to go subscription yeah. route, wow. Yeah, if okay, you don't so want to, you no longer have to go the full forty bucks a month, and right, you don't have to go to full forty bucks a month. They've done that. Yeah, yeah. they got yeah. a lot of backlash because you know it is. You are now having to pay a monthly fee. So, if you still don't want to do a monthly fee, then you can get Lightroom, and um, I would always recommend Lightroom. I love Lightroom, Lightroom and Photoshop Elements, and you can still buy those two outright. You don't have to do a subscription on them. But really, look at uh, the Photoshop bundle for nine ninety nine a month. I mean, that's pretty reasonable. If you're a serious yeah. photographer and you're spending thousands of dollars on your gear and all this <laughs> other stuff. Nine ninety nine a month for that powerful software is not that too much to ask. Have all of you guys gone on to that? Then is that uh, Seth? What are you using? To? I have not yet. No, um, but uh, but I will. One, the only thing is, right now I don't. I just don't feel a need to upgrade. I've I've been working on my stuff for a little while, and I will. I'm gonna feel that itch. I just don't right now. Um, I'm on Lightroom. I, I have I have Photoshop that I do for uh, for other stuff, and probably towards the middle, maybe the end of. Uh, of um of fifteen, I don't know. It might be the beginning of fifteen. I might uh, jump on the subscription. But the thing is, I wouldn't just be getting the the uh, photographer bundle because I I need the video too. Yeah. And I'm still I'm I'm kind of on the fence now to where if I want to do um if I want to do Premiere Pro, which I've been using for years, or if I if I want to do um Final Cut because I really like the way Final Cut feels right now. And my Premiere Pro, I don't, I don't know. That's but that's where all my plugins live that I paid for. So I. Yeah. <laughs> well, are, they, are they updating Final Cut though? I mean, I've I know I've heard from some people. Uh, yeah. I know Leo Laporte talked about it that he's going to switch all his stuff Premier? from uh, Premiere to Premiere. And yeah. and I I really like Premiere. Um, Final Cut X. They've they, they've been. Um, it's ten, but they call it X. They've they've been doing little supplemental updates. I don't know if they're going to do a big update sometime soon. But it it runs it runs pretty nice from I've I've gotten to play with it and I was like this is uh this is kind of cool. <laughs> so well, Jim, I, yeah. I do use the Lightroom Photoshop bundle and uh, Adobe just released and we talked about it on our show this past week. Uh, Lightroom Mobile, so you can upload the pictures, the smart uh, smart previews mm -hmm. up to the to that Creative Cloud and then edit the pictures on an iPad. So I, I like Lightroom. I switched over to it probably uh, at Lightroom two. And it is a great software for cataloging all your photos, which that's probably one, you know, we didn't talk about this at all. Really probably one of the best tools is make sure you tag your pictures when you take them. Because you think about how many pictures you have that you may not find. And if you just take the time after you take a picture to put a couple of tags in there, whether it's your kids' names and a quick location of where it is, in a couple of years you could find any of those pictures that you want. So that's mm -hmm. one of the small little things, and Lightroom is great for that. And I tell you what, um, Photoshop and Bridge, um, Jim, you're familiar with Bridge, probably, um, or are you? Are you? No, you work with Bridge, yeah. <clears throat> well, Bridge, Bridge is basically a cataloging program, and uh, it it doesn't. You can't really, you couldn't ever really buy Bridge standalone, but it kind of came with Photoshop, with Photoshop. Um, extended. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's basically um, Lightroom satisfies that part of the need when you're just using Photoshop, because in Photoshop all you do is edit. You know, but in Bridge you can kind of catalog and you can kind of store and do these tag words and things like that. <clears throat> Sorry, but in yeah, in Lightroom it, it it satisfies that need. So 
I don't know. Lightroom is such a great investment. I mean, I, I, I'm, I was mad at myself that I waited so long to get out of Photoshop. I mean, I still use Photoshop a lot, but um, I use uh, Lightroom for any, any job. Most of my jobs don't even touch uh, Photoshop unless it's, unless it's some very specific stuff. Sure. And, and we hear that a lot from people who go into Photoshop is they will spend 90% of their time in the Lightroom, do 90% of their work, mm -hmm. and really only go over to Photoshop to do the some of the heavy layered uh, stuff or the heavy uh, cloning, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, if, if you're if you are a composite guy, you're you're taking multiple images and blending them into one, then you're living in Photoshop. But it, you mm -hmm. know, if you're if you're not like that, then a lot of people are going over the Lightroom. Lightroom is also much much cheaper than what Photoshop mm -hmm. was. Photoshop was what six seven hundred dollars, where Lightroom uh, one fifty I think. And they might eighty if you're a student. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. very affordable. And then the updates were not that expensive. So I think even if you're not a, you know, we're going to call Cess a pro. Even if you're not a pro like Cess, if you're uh, an amateur like Tim, like Tim and I, that Lightroom is a very good investment in your hobby. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I wish they had a podcaster's package where you could get <laughs> hey, how about <laughs> audition, you know, and maybe even, and this would never happen, but get the final cut or the whatever, whatever. what's their video editing? Premier, Premier Pro. Premier Pro. Premiere. Premiere Pro. So and, uh, and After Effects, which is... Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I do have that bundle, and I got the educator discount, so which is, I think makes it $25 a month. Hmm. But So I have the full thing. And, and the one thing I say about Premiere Pro where I have a trouble is it does not handle variable frame rate uh, videos. And that's a big problem for me because what we do here is variable frame rate. And what it will do is it will your, sync, your audio video will be out of sync, and there is no way to correct it. If you, even if you correct it in the beginning, by the time you're at the end of a, an hour-long show, you're mm. you know 30 seconds off. I mean, it's just horrible. And that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Um, it doesn't work. What 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 file type are you running? If you don't mind me asking, when you get it into Premiere, what's what's what are you using for the that's making that variable? It, it's the it's the software that's recording is recording at a variable frame rate. Oh, okay, I gotcha. And it's I it's gotcha. a known thing with with Photoshop. I mean, with Adobe Premiere, and they say use professional gear, and so it's it's a little bit of a <laughs> it's a little bit of a uh, like thank you. That's that a so saying, hey, we're bigger than you, so figure it out, you know. <laughs> well, there, there's a, there's a there's a big a battle going on because people are saying, hey, hold on a second, you know, what, and and I'm not an Apple guy. I, I typically I don't like Apple, but one of the things that's producing Aww. some of the most video is an iPhone. Tons yeah. of people are producing video with iPhone, and the iPhone is recording, I think, in, in variable frame rate, and and therefore you know, Premiere will not handle that. You know what? That's a good uh, okay challenge accepted. I'm gonna edit some <laughs> some phone video. I'm gonna <laughs> see what I can do. So, um, anyway, hopefully they'll eventually address that. I have to do some roundabouts, but Premiere Pro is a Powerful, powerful program, and, and Seth talked about After Effects. These are stepping yeah. off a little bit from a photographer, but if you, you know, one of the things that more and more photographers are getting into because DSLRs have it is video, and After Effects is just, you know, amazing. All right, with that, with that, with that seal, we'll close the live show, so to speak. Guys, hang around for a little bit. We'll do some post show. We want to talk about Unraid, so. If you uh, if you're listening to the recorded version of this, and you're like Unraid. I wanted to hear about Unraid. Well, you should have come to the live show because we you can only hear the you can only hear the post show, <laughs> the live show. So uh, you can join us out here every Thursday night. Just about everyone. I do about 50 out of 52 weeks a year. Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at the Average Guy. 
twitch.tv slash live. Just a couple of housekeeping items. One, we mentioned the Amazon link, and thank you for using that. We refund all those dollars back into to, um, uh, what we call the Tech Scholarship Fund. And so if, you, uh, if you'd like to try an item out, and uh, it's around that $100 price range, uh, you let me know. I buy it for you and ship it to you. It's better if it's on Prime, by the way. But I buy it and ship it to you. It needs to be on Amazon. I have to be able to buy it on Amazon. And then you get to test that out, and you'll write a little post for us, or you can come on the show and talk about it. And then when you're done, you get to keep it. You know why I did that? Because I got sick of begging vendors for crap, right? I, <laughs> I got so sick of that podcasting model where it was like, you know, calling Western Digital or calling these guys, ah, oh, can you send us? And you got to beg, and sometimes they want the stuff back. And that's just so messy. Let me buy it for you. Let me send it to you. You get to keep it. Any photo gear that fit? Well, go Ooh, GoPro. Hmm. GoPros on hey, Amazon. You know, you know, that's what I was thinking just now. <laughs> ah, Seth, I could probably get a lot of mileage out of your GoPro. Hold on a second. <laughs> Seth, hey. Seth and Tim, you're committed to JP DeRaw's affiliate link. Oh, hey, I, I, here's I just the battle. <laughs> I just put no. a TD on that link. So here's what. Yeah, Tim did. No, here's what I'm thinking. Maybe the average guy, the average uh, guy, scholarship fund buys Seth a GoPro, and then he 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 talks about how he's used it, and the, that ends up uh, on the average guy from a tech. Mike, from a tech perspective. I bet he would do that. Uh, <laughs> I, bet I, would. <laughs> I bet I would. I bet I would. about that. That might be kind of fun. I, I think that's a good tech. I think that GoPro is kind of an average tech guy thing. And so, and it's definitely a home gadget geek thing. And maybe we could even share some of that across JPEG to RAW and, and, uh, and gadget geek. So it'd be kind of fun. Let's think about that. That, that might be very cool. And so, uh, thank you guys for purchasing on Amazon, theaverageguy.tv slash Amazon. And then, one final announcement, we've moved Cyber Frontiers to its own feed, and that's when clapping and cheering needs to happen. So if you've noticed, Christian hasn't been around for a while. He's been very, very busy at the University of Maryland, and, uh, and we catch him every once in a while to be able to do Cyber Frontiers. So big data, cybersecurity, all kinds of smart stuff. I walk away from that podcast, guys, head spinning. <laughs> it's, pretty, <laughs> it's some pretty good stuff that he does on there. We just had... Uh, one of his uh, professors at University, uh, University of Maryland on the show for Cyber Frontiers 3. That is going to be coming out here shortly uh, on, the, on, the, uh, on the feed. I am going to drop, if you're a faithful Home Gadget Geek listener, I'm going to drop that in the feed one more time. So you just have to listen to it one more. Some, I haven't gotten any negative feedback, so I don't think you guys are not liking it. But uh, one more time in the Home Gadget Geek feed, just so you get used to it, and then you'll never see it again. Head over to theaverageguy.tv slash live. Look in the right-hand column in all the feeds that you'll ever want. iTunes, RSS, or Stitcher are available for, uh, right there. Uh, Windows Phone in the new update is having some trouble with RSS feeds, and you'll need to copy those in manually if you're a Windows Phone uh, user. So you can go out there and grab the RSS and bring it in. If you use any of the podcatchers, Pod, Beyond Pod, Dogcatcher, uh, Tim, what do you use? Downcast. Downcast. Any of those are available, including, uh, I don't know if it's available in the store yet, in the iTunes, or in the uh, music store. Definitely available in iTunes. You can get it out there. So available just about in any place. You can head out the site and get it and download it now as a separate podcast. So we'd like you to be able to do that. I'll backdate the, uh, the one and two, so those will show up in the feed here shortly. Actually, they're actually in there right now. I already did it. And so, see, just like that, man, that's how I work. Bam, by the time you got it, through the magic of time shifting, it's already done. Uh, and so who said you can't time travel, right? 
So check that out, Cyber Frontiers, and uh, some really good. Uh, Christian is just doing some uh, doing some amazing work there at the University of Maryland. So super proud of him and all the things that he's doing. He's also working for Gallup now, which is really cool. I have these employer conversations with him all the time now, which is kind of weird uh, to be his to be his manager, uh, which is kind of fun though. I'm enjoying doing that. He's doing a great job for Gallup. We'll be back next Thursday. 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, here at TheAverageGuy.tv slash live. Stay around for the post show. We're going to cover some Unraid. Thanks for coming out. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. I am jealous. I'm thoroughly jealous, Mike, of your lighting setup. Are you still using those jugs? No. <laughs> well, that's a little question. Don't talk about his jugs. I am still a big fan of jugs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I purposely did not say it in the show. I was thinking about uh, it the I whole think, time. I thought it would have been good in the show. This might even make the show. This has been pretty good. So Okay, so a backup did kick off. So I just paused yeah, there it. You go. See, there you go. Hey, prime example. It slows Let's see, maybe, yeah. Let's see if my video gets any better. <laughs> it should. I thought maybe when, your video, you, when you were in there, yeah. you'd kick something off. Uh, um, other, other Jim was asking what Jimmy Drive is. And so Jimmy Drive yeah. was this... Mike and I don't it's hold online him. Backup, yeah, it's another on the online backup. But the guy who sells it, Mike and I don't hold in the highest esteem. He's <laughs> kind of a he's he's an interesting guy to say the least. So he has a um uh, his show's a lot more popular than mine, so I'll give him that. But uh, um yeah, so but anyways, uh, we like to so, give a hard time. About but, yeah, yeah, that's right. Says I'm, I'm not using <laughs> the jugs anymore. I actually have an um, umbrella um. There he goes talking about his jugs. I have an umbrella here, you know, <laughs> that I had for my yeah. lighting, and I have two. They're daylight balanced um, flood LEDs from Lowe's that you would like attach to the outside of the house. Mm. Two flood LEDs outside the house pointing through that. So that's giving me the, the light. Cool. And then I've just Blinded adjusted. by the light. So I got I got rid of the jugs. <laughs> And then of course I I made the 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 camera. Um, you you want with umbrellas? Did you want with the same umbrellas I'm using, right? I I don't know. These are umbrellas I've had for a while, so oh, okay. I don't know. they're probably not the same. I think I got the same socket, that cowboy socket. Yeah, the cowboy studios. If you're looking for an inexpensive way, you know, uh, Dave McCabe hooked me up this Christmas as a Christmas gift. He sent me some cowboy studio lights. Less than 80 bucks. Uh, I got three lights in it. I have two. I have mine mounted to the ceiling as well, and they point down. I mean, look at the difference, right? This is the difference lighting makes. Look at that. Wow. So there's the lights off, and there's the lights on. I mean, it's a, it's a. I can't believe I used to podcast this way. How? This is. Terrible. You really were like that? Wow. Well, it wasn't you quite were a this dark. Podcast. You didn't have to be bright. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> look at now. Look at my coward. There's me. <laughs> wow. Well, but Mike, I still have my lights on that I used to podcast with. But anyway, so for yeah, eighty bucks, you can you can add some nice lighting to your to your um to your setup. Um, Seth, somebody was asking you what camera are you using? Yeah, and I just responded. It's just the it's just the eyesight. Um, it's the attached to the to the Mac to the iMac. So yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. And you got the you have the uh, you're still using the. Uh, the blue yeti. The yeti. Yeah, it's it it's never let me down. I no, mean, it's I, done a nice job. I I, uh, I might end up getting something else uh, if if I have a problem, but I just haven't had a need. So yeah. no, it was good. You know, you oh, don't I have love that the noisy yeti. of a room. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, when I had down here, it's so noisy. The TV is you know playing behind me, and mm. and so for now, I my my yeti sits on the shelf, and I just take it with me when it's my traveling mic sometimes. Although you can't beat these ATR twenty one hundreds for traveling. They're so light mm. in there. 
you break it. Yeah, because these things are heavy. <laughs> yeah, this is actually you can kill somebody with those things. This, this, yeah, you could throw a Yeti at someone and they're done. Launch that out of a cannon? Are you kidding me? It's <laughs> like a 102 round. Boom! <laughs> hey, I noticed. I noticed you have a lot of Google Plus uh, people. Is that the same person though? Oh, maybe it's the same person. I just, I just see a lot Daniel. of Google Plus logos hanging out. Yeah. yeah. The uh, and this this mic is actually cheaper than um, the Blue Yeti. Blue Yeti, yeah. Yeah, not much. Are, are not you all using the same one? Yeah, I, I think so. <sighs> this is one Mike's recommended to me. So, yeah. Ceci, you're out of the loop again. I'm Wait, the what? I'm the minority. Who knew? Yeah, it's you, that's why you use a Mac. <laughs> what is that? Wow. Damn, what is, what mount do you have there? You had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> okay, Wait. so so the mounts, it's actually um, not used as. Oh well, forget you. <laughs> you got the old school uh, mic. I didn't care about that one. <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had this thing for forever. So yeah. No, but you you have some uh, uh, the nice pop filter and uh, an interesting Man. stand there too. It's just because I do voiceovers and I've got to sound sexy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> With that mic. No, uh, yeah, I, I really do. I nice. do, um, yeah. and you know, not to, not to sound sexy at all. It's for church. Yes. <laughs> let's, let's hear this. What's wrong with sounding sexy at church? Hey, you know, it depends yeah. on what kind of church you go to, right? <laughs> so, that's for all the ladies in the crowd. Let's hear your sexy voice. Uh, what's what's uh, what's your name? No, <laughs> That's good. Are there, are there are there ladies on the tech podcast? No. There are lady geeks, I'm sure. One. There's not one. No. <laughs> not in fact, one. yeah, no. There's not one. We don't. <laughs> I've never know. heard ever gotten an email from a gal. I've got nothing. Nothing. Well, you had probably more than a year ago. You had some girl on here every once in a while, but that, Jackie. Yeah, I guess Jackie. That was it. It was from your. Yeah. Oh I pulled her wow, your Jackie. Yeah, Jack Kingsley. Kingsley. Yeah, she used to come here all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what happened to her? <laughs> if, if there was more sex, that guy thinks too much. <laughs> well, there's more sex, sex white. I was about to say sex white. Woo! Oh. I, heard, I heard that. <laughs> sex white. If there was more You found my alias. Hey, and and just not not to go too far on a tangent, but my first email address. Oh my goodness, Sess Machine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cause cause I was cool. This your yeah. first email address is always the one you. You were cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's always the one you remember. Yeah, <laughs> you got married, had a kid, that cool is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then got the referral, so I'm not that machine anymore. That's it. It's all over. <laughs> over two kids, done. Two kids. That's it. Life's over. Ah, uh, Life boy, it's over. That was good. That's a good segment. That might make the end of the uh, the, the show. That was uh, okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. Cess machine, ladies. C E S. Just kidding. <laughs> it's the Cess machine. My uh, my son is working at a car wash, and he gets a lot of tips. So he has a wad of of uh, tips cash. And I told him, I said, Hey, wow. when we go to deposit that into the bank, what I want you to say is that you made this last night at your night job. <laughs> oh, boy. He doesn't, he doesn't know. He didn't catch you on right away what yeah, I was referring did. to. So I, I <laughs> think they sell wings thing. there. It's they a good thing wings. he didn't catch. The wings are good. Yep. The wing. <laughs> no one ever goes there just for the wings. No, it's the wings are good. They have really good wings. Where's, where's this? Uh, anywhere. They serve food? <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> they do. 
They do so. Oh, boy. I, I guess i got to go back and order something. Yeah, I know. No, actually, in Mike's case, that would be Jugs, not Hooters. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> oh, boy. There's a place, there's a place done. Uh, that my, my father-in-law took us, and by us, I mean the whole family. Me, Delva, my wife, our kids, mm. and she was not happy. They were wearing, like, little kilts, and it was, it was like a Hooters parallel, Twisted oh Kilt. Oh my goodness! Twisted I never heard kilt. the end of that. Yeah, I heard of that place, Twisted Kilt. It was Twisted Kilt. It was. She was not happy. Twisted Kilt. Yeah. That, everyone is going to look that up right now. <laughs> I just saw an article about them the down. other day. Because what's yeah. the name? It's the, it's a series of restaurants that are being called uh, Breastaurants. Oh. <laughs> that that was wow. the article I read. Breastaurants. Wow. It was coined by yeah. some guy down in, in Texas. <laughs> you know what, though? They Anyway, there's a place called, uh, you know, there's Hooters. Now there's a place called Peepers. What? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And we're done. We're it's done. Right. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back.